This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. What we're doing is reading a chapter of the Bible, spending some time with the Lord, praying, reading it, thinking about it. All those good things that you can do while you're getting into the Word in the morning. Kind of a morning devotion type of thing. But it could be afternoon devotion. It can be be, be before you go to bed devotion. It can be at lunchtime. Take a break and read your Bible. It doesn't matter when you do it. What matters is you do get into the Word. And so this is one of the ways you can do it in the world today. And we're so glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us this Thursday, June 11th. Can you believe it's June 11th? I cannot at This all. is an old-fashioned June to me. The reason being, not just because of the riots and that, and I grew up in the 60s. Please, don't go that way. Go there. Because it's rainy in June. The last two or three years, it has mm-hmm. not been rainy in June mm-hmm. the way it usually had been rainy in June. And, uh, man, June 1st hit here, and it started raining. And it's pretty much been raining almost every day at some point or, you know, uh, from the beginning of the month, which is back to what it used to be when I was a kid. When I grew up, you you just count on it raining one o'clock. Yep, it start raining, get done about four, and then we'd move on. And then you go and, back to life. Yep, go back to life. As a kid, that's the way. It, I mean, it just was like clockwork. And it seems we're getting a little back to that uh, onshore breeze thing, and you know the rain and all that's going on. So anyway, welcome to the program. Because today is Pastor David Gammon. You heard him in the background already. <laughs> How you doing, Pastor? I'm doing great. I I definitely feel like steamed broccoli ever since. June first because I, felt, I had steamed broccoli uh, last night for dinner. It's delicious with some sea salt. We uh, I put sea salt <laughs> and vinegar on it. I uh, I it's like whenever whenever spring hit, it was the nice cool weather, a little bit longer than normal. Yeah, like, almost like yeah. it's almost like last ev- week it was like only eighty two. But it feels like everything in twenty twenty is like upside down. No, it feels brother. different. It feels like. The craziness, everything going on Brother, is, is it's, just it's a wild world insane. We, live in. we have killer hornets now. Who knew about that? Murder wasps. Murder wasps. <laughs> Same thing. Think, yeah, true. Like, I mean, yeah. Like either it's way, actually, it's actually murder hornets. Murder is hornets. It? Yep. It's not murder wasps. No. Murder like, hornets. <laughs> I mean, technically, everything in the animal kingdom kills something. You know. Oh, that's you know. well. You know that regular wasps kill uh, honeybees. And one wasp, if it attacks a hive, can kill 100 honeybees. And they're the most hated, a regular wasp, not a murder hornet or whatever <laughs> it is. Just a regular one is very deadly to bees. And uh, so you talk about everything. You think the first murder hornet, you know, we're just thinking about, oh, it hurts so bad to me. I'm a human. But a regular wasp will kill 100 honeybees just like that. They're just very anti-bee, and they're the, they're the bane of somebody that raises bees. Did wow, you know? I did not know that. Fact. I did not know Should that. Should ask Sherlock Holmes next time you see him because he was a beekeeper. Really? Yeah. I thought he was just a, a renowned uh, uh, violin player. Well, he did that, but he was also a beekeeper. Man, yeah. praise God. When he retired, he went to keep bees. Really? But, yeah, Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, we uh, we got a bunch of stuff going on here. We got we got Romans 16 we're going to jump into here in a moment. But I want to let you guys know how to plug in if you don't know how to jump in. And, or maybe it's your first time hearing this, whether it's a podcast recommended from a friend or you're listening on the radio right now. 
What you do is go to our website at ECCCC, that's three C's dot US. You'll see a morning breath icon. Click on that. You'll be able to find out where you're going into, what chapter we're going into the next day, ones we've been into already, and listen to the program that way. But the, probably the best way for you to get anything from East Coast Christian Center is to get our app. Go to where our mobile providers are and or your mobile provider is for your mobile apps and just get our app, East Coast app. It'll have morning breath on it. It'll have just like the website, but it'll also have events we have coming up. It'll have uh, the message from the weekend experience. It has a lot of stuff to equip you. It even has a scriptures that heal where there's a reading of scriptures that are healing scriptures. If you're sick and not feeling well, get that into your soul. So there's a lot on the app that could really benefit you. So it's super cool, super good. Jump in on that. And maybe the technology thing isn't your wheelhouse. Just call the church at 321-452-1060 and we'll be able to take care of you. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the young man next to me something to read over here. Would you read this for me while we're taking your time on uh, hornets and wasps? Can you read it out loud? Or... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, they don't need all that. You're the only one that needs to get fixed on the hornet, wasp, murder hornet <laughs> thing. Just want you to read that so you understand the, the real dynamic of what we're talking about here. Wasp is the species. Hornet is a subspecies of wasps. Is it? So yes. Okay. Yeah, that's just it. That's cool. That's in crazy. You yeah. learn something new every day. Yeah, Actually, hell, what well, so do I. Yeah. You yeah. know, that a little bit ties into a little bit to Romans 16 here, yeah, too. Yeah, better, because we right. got to get moving here. <laughs> right? <laughs> but hey, before we get moving, though, uh, we want to yeah. let you guys know, every Tuesday in the month of June, we're having a food drop on oh, our property. Oh, yeah, big one. Yeah, so if you guys or you know someone in need, now, let them know, come early, get in line. There's usually pretty long lines for this, but we make sure that we, we do the best we can to meet the needs of the people. And and oh. this is a really cool food pack. This is like got one pack is everything. There's a pound of butter in there. There's milk. There's turkey. There's fruit. There's v- fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. It's a, an amazing packet all in one box. All you got to do is pull up. And we load up your trunk and you pull out. It's a, it's a really good food drop. Absolutely. And if you are wondering, we are taking people that can help on these food drops as well. Yeah, yeah, sir. That's something you on, want your, to on serve. your heart. So just once again, 321-452-1060 or go to our website. We'll be able to um, plug you in as well. Yeah, very cool. And uh, don't forget to go on Facebook and all that other stuff. Yeah, get our yeah. services online and get the app and all that stuff like Pastor David said. Absolutely. So we're in Romans 16. Last and this chapter. is uh, this is a goodbye. Yes. And uh, I was thinking about this morning as I was walking across the parking lot. You know, goodbyes are not easy when they're when they're as final as this one is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy for us when we get done with the program today to get up, say goodbye. Right. Hey, see ya. You know, see you, Nick. Because we have this this almost you know we just know. Hey, we're gonna see Nick again. But when uh, Paul was saying goodbye here. And doing it by letter, mm. uh, this was the last time he wrote to Rome, yep. and the last time he spoke with a lot of these people, and uh, it was a it was a real deal goodbye. I don't know. I just was thinking about the difference between see ya and goodbye. This mm-hmm. is it. It's over. Uh, of course, heaven is it's never goodbye in Christianity because of heaven. Yeah. Anyway, we need to read it. Where do you want to read to? 14 or 15 or 16 or mm. where, where do you want to break? Where, uh, I'll jump in at 17 if that's cool. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, yeah, I'm you don't like it pronouncing those words. So I get <laughs> no, it. I'm literally dodging I, all Yeah, now I see. I should have just but said. I listened, I'm reading through verse 3. I'll no. say, well, I, you could do 17 because no. I listened to it. I'm not going to no, say No, I'm not doing right. 17. Okay, okay. You got to do 17. <laughs> all right, There's well, 17. It's nothing. 
I know, seventeen all is nothing. Let's can't pronounce brethren. Okay, uh, I'll give it a shot here. Uh, give me a give me a head start. I'm gonna read New King James. All right, same here. And Pastor Ann, I say to you, read, sir. I commend you, Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Centuria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and assist her in whatever business she has need of you. For indeed, she's been a helper of many and also of myself. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Greet my brother, Epanetus, who is the firstfruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Adronicus and Junia, my fellow countrymen and my fellow prisoners, who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Statius, my beloved. Greet Apellus, approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Arastabulus. Greet Herodian, my countryman. Greet those who are of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Trophina and Trophosa, who have labored in the Lord. Greet the beloved Persis, who labored much in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Philegion, Hermas, Petrobas, Hermes, and the brethren who are with them. Greet Philobus. I'm going to say that again. Philologus and Julia. Nereus and his sister, Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ greet you. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause division and offense, contrary to the doctrine which you learn, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore I am glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Timothy, my fellow worker, and Lucius and Jason and Sosa Pater, my countrymen, greet you. Teterus, who wrote this epistle, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, my host and the host of the whole church, greets you. Erastus, the treasurer of the city, greets you. And Quartus, a brother, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began, but now made manifest and by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations according to the commandment of the everlasting God for obedience to faith, to God alone wise, be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Ah, man. man. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. It has here this statement. Now, to him who's able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began, but now made manifest and by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations. Hmm. What is that mystery? Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that. He, does, he doesn't actually say what it is here. Mm. 
He just talks about the mystery, not a mystery, but the mystery. And we know what the mystery is because it's Christ in right. you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 makes it clear. But this is one of the areas in the scripture that it's assumed people know what it is because it's something Paul has talked to them about, or it's mm-hmm. been it's been a main point of what's been going on. And there are other places in the Bible where that happens, and sometimes there can be confusion or or twisting because people, you know, don't know what's assumed in the Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go over to Corinthians chapter 12 and read about spiritual gifts and speaking in tongues, there's a lot assumed there. Mm-hmm. Um, that you already know about, that you already understand that being baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking other tongues is part of the Christian life. And if you don't understand that and you read that part of the, the Bible, sometimes you can get a little off uh, in, in the way it seems to you. And this is another one of those areas. What you got to know the mystery to understand what he's talking about here. Yes. What's the big deal? The big deal is Christ came down, died for you so he could live in you. Mm-hmm. And that's the big deal. That's Christianity in a nutshell. Not that you had to die or give up something for God, but that God was willing to die to, and give up something to be with you. And, uh, you know, which ends up in Christ in you, the hope of glory. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. What, what stood out to you in the chapter, brother? I love um just piggybacking off what you just said here, I love that he also uses the same template, the same structure, uh, mindset when he writes about it in Ephesians. Ephesians 2, yep, he says, this good. mystery, which is now known to you. And uh, I yeah. think that's super cool that he's consistent on those levels of saying what it was to, to what it is now. What really stood out to me the most, and, and probably the first as well, is that uh, Paul knows the people around him. He knows their story. Mm, I that, love it. And it's just such a beautiful picture. He's not a one-man band. He's not a self-proclaimed guru, even though, you know what? He, I mean, he... He guru quite a bit. <laughs> say, if anybody could boast using his own language, it would be him, a Pharisee amongst the Pharisees and, you know, all the other stuff, you know, and, and this and that. Uh, but he doesn't. He talks about... He talks about how people sit, risk their neck for him and people that were in Christ longer than him. And, and he's talking about women and he's talking about men. He's talking about Jews. He's talking about Greeks. He's talking about, he, he don't Romans. Care. Yeah, he's talking about You got men. a lot of Roman names in there. And he goes, these people are part of my story. And it's almost like if Paul was to say, hey, my, my family uh, picture above the mantle, these people would be in it. They're in my story and I love them. And, and I want to take time from letting you know who the creator of everything is. Yeah, come to saying, I love you to the people who are in that story with me. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, uh, I, I think it's a beautiful thing too, David. Uh, one of the things we learn in here, like you said, who risked their own necks, and uh, that was Priscilla and Aquila, who risked their own necks for my life. But we don't even know that. Scripture doesn't say where those guys risked their neck for Paul. So when we read the Bible, we do know a little bit about a, a Priscilla and Aquila, but we don't know nearly their story, their full story, but we wouldn't know them at all if Paul wouldn't have bragged on them or encouraged or the book of Acts, others wouldn't have bragged on them or encouraged and said, follow these guys or walk with these guys. But to learn a little bit more about these incredible people is very powerful. I think the other thing that we've got to see in the world we live in today is, is the wide range of types of people that were involved in Paul's ministry. And I believe you've got 
really every sort of social, uh, socioeconomic, racial uh, age line is totally crossed here. Uh, the male-female gender line is crossed very violently here early on. And you have people that are from all different backgrounds. In fact, greet Rufus. Um, there's a couple of places where he's talked about. He's talked about Mark and, you know, is this uh, Paul's brother, his mother and mine? We've got, you know, there's a lot going on in there. Um, you, He's talked about, he's got family involved because he talks about uh, Rufus possibly being his mother and mine. What else does that mean? You know, if I said, you know, my Carol, my sister, her mother and mine, I, you know, I don't know. I only have one sibling and we only have one mother. I don't know mm -hmm. how else that would go. He's got uh, countrymen, people from the area he was from. He's got people uh, from, like I said, gent you said Gentile background, mm -hmm. uh, Jewish background, Roman background. Mm -hmm. uh, but the big part in the beginning here is the ministry with women. He starts out by commending two women here in an incredible way. And he also speaks of, uh, of uh, Phoebe in some very powerful ways, says that she's a servant, but most people are going to say, oh, she's a servant. Well, that's the same word minister that's used in many places in the Bible for someone who is a deacon. And in this case, it's just feminine, deaconess. And so, you know, it says receiver, in a manner worthy of the saints, assist her in whatever business she has need of you. For indeed, she's been a helper. Uh, that means an assistant, which the word actually means to stand before, preside, maintain, be over, to rule. Interesting enough, she, I, I, I believe it's very clear. She was in a leadership. 100%. Role. And uh, she, she probably delivered the letter. With everything that's said here and the way it's said, she was probably the one who had the letter in her hand that, of course, we know who wrote it later. Tertius or Teterus, whatever this guy's name is. He wrote the apostle, epistle. He wrote the apostle. That's cute. Paul would have dictated it to him. But who brought it? It looks like she did. So we've got somebody that's carrying the... You know, the most one of the most important letters that have ever been written in the history of mankind was entrusted to a woman leader. Yep, absolutely. And yeah. this is so powerful to think she that from. She brought the word. <laughs> right? Oh, whoops. Did I say it that way? Come on. And to think that from the, this, this letter would come Martin Luther and everything he did with this and, you know, his radical life change from being an Augustinian monk from the Book of Romans that would catalyst his life down the road that we, we some of us know. And it's super powerful how that affected the church. But I look, too, is that Paul goes on to say something really powerful, verses 17 on, where he starts talking about, hey, guys, um, be careful what you learn. He starts talking about like a kind of like heart sets, ways, action, um, um, actionable items for them to do. But one thing that stood out to me, what he didn't do was change everybody's name. You know, mm. and it's like, and you look here, I wondered how many modern Christians would say, hey, 
Hermes and Hermes. Uh, those are pagan gods' names. If you're going to be a part of this Christian church, we need you to be called uh, Kyle and Peter now. We can't have you with Greek god names. Mm. That's that's of this world, and we are not of this world, okay? And I'm not mocking scripture, but I'm totally mocking how some people use it. Um, and he didn't strip them of who they are to make them something to fit in at another place. Instead, he worked on the inside of the man and allowed the Holy Spirit to work on the outside of the person. He's like, hey, listen, don't let the false teaching in you. And I love here where he says, and the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet oh, shortly. That's a cool you, phrase. You know, I love that because for us to let peace in, that's not an external thing. To allow peace in is an internal thing, is a heart set to be able to look at something, look at division or conflict or struggle and strife to say, you know what? The God of peace is going to take the care of this. So I'm not going to have war inside of me. I'm not going to drive down the road thinking about what I'm going to say to my boss or what I'm going to post about, you know, whatever's trending on social media or gets your attention. We need to be focused on what Jesus is calling us to in our life and allow the God of peace to solve our problems and go before us and take care of the enemy. Yeah, I I really think the point in verse 17 says, now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause division and offenses contrary to a doctrine which you learned and avoid them. And this is obviously, I think he has the cred or credibility at this point to say, you need to distance yourself from a few people because he's just shared an incredible amount of people he's partnered with, he's teaming with, mm-hmm. he's working with. You know, I find a lot of people that that are kind of, they've got their own pet sort of doctrine. They're kind of over there. There isn't really, it's not really a team. You know, they're just like, I want to get this. You know, I know this. Who else does it? You know, nobody knows this. He's only saying avoid divisions after he's established an incredible unity. And so uh, don't be quick to divide and not have unity with others, just because you don't agree with everything. Somebody once said, you know, I was looking for the perfect church. I finally found it. And when I went there, it wasn't perfect anymore. See, everybody's got some brokenness. Everybody's got some baggage. Everybody's got some issues. People don't have to be perfect to fellowship with them or to have communion with them. I mean, maybe your very closest friend, they might not need to be, but we need to not be so, as David said, have so much war in our hearts and minds going on here that we don't get along with everybody. And man, I wish the Bible was written during the age of social media. I would have loved to seen any of the comments of what scripture actually directed us and how to handle ourselves in that whole world environment, because in many ways, the Bible is as much social media as they had in that day. He's communicating socially mm-hmm. with incredible groups of people. And, and this is last, yeah, And then this has lasted for, you know, a couple thousand years. I know. And then they share it. And it's important, too, that we look at what he's saying here um, as, he's, as he's showing it, just the nature of love. And one other thing that really kind of stood out to me is, is you see his, his role in people's lives isn't just a church leader, but he's a father. Yeah. And in doing so, he makes sure that the family knows what's important. And I want to encourage everybody today, we have a lot of things going on in the world right now in our oh. jobs and our homes and everything. But let's make sure at the end of the day, the people around the, the dinner table with us know what's most important yeah, that's good. and that we lift that up because we're never, we can never, we're never guaranteed peaceful and calm times, you know? Absolutely. What we have to do is, is be a pe- be a people who know what peace is. Yeah. You know, people that disagree, 
uh, but are not disagreeable are not a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to disagree. We, Pastor David and I don't agree on everything, mm-hmm. but we work together all the time. It, you don't have to all be the same to work together. In fact, our differences are incredibly important for us to be a good team. Amen. And so, you know, just because we don't agree about everything doesn't mean we can't work with one another. But when we become disagreeable and fussing and fighting, that's where the problem comes in. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility. Located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff. Making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Pastor David, hit it. I love when Paul encourages him in the direction. He says, be wise on stuff that's good and simple concerning evil. He doesn't, you know, he does not beat around the bush here. He's like, be simple about what's concerning evil. And I want to encourage people out there because I know we've all been there. There's areas in our life where we just know too much about sin, whether it's you know how to make every drink at the bar or you know every bit of that gossip show and this Uh, and that or what it's like to to maybe cheat on your taxes or or as what likes to get said, loopholes in the system. Loopholes. That, that, you know what, maybe just take a step back. And, and you know, I look back now, I've been saved for about 16 years, that there's stuff that I'm super ignorant on now that 
uh, then I'm glad I'm ignorant. Of. <laughs> come on. You know what I mean? I'm like, cool. Because guess what? When you start being proud of knowing and being, let's say, complex instead of simple and sin, it becomes part of your identity. Yeah. And let that go. Look at what's what's wise is what's good. Yeah. You know, focus on those things what are noble, what are pure, what are true. The old yeah. thing that was always said to us about that as an example is those guys in our government that are good at finding counterfeits, those people who study counterfeits don't look at, you know, oh, this is a kind of counterfeit or that's a kind of counterfeit. They actually study the real. They become so... Uh, intimately uh, familiar with money, real money, good money, well-printed money, that the, you know, counterfeit stands out. And I think that brings us back to Romans 12, where it says, renew your minds. And we need to really understand the word if we're going to go forward and, and understand division and people who are against us. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.